Hello everyone. Thank you for listening to Kiara Nation. That's www.kiara, the C-K-I-A-R-A-N-A-T-I-O-N.com. Thank you very much for listening and I look forward to continue to bring you very sexy, sexy, sexy talk, um, sexual enlightenment. This is not just about having fun sex. This is about people having a conversation about sexuality that it's very needed. People may think this isn't a big deal, but it really is a big deal because we are all going against our nature and it's making us really ugly people. We're making, if we're not happy within, we're not going to be happy without. And if we keep looking for saviors to save us, we're going to all die. We are all responsible for what's going on here on the earth. And I've taken it upon myself to make mine the sexual plight, that, that the plight of sexuality. Because sexuality hasn't harmed anyone. It is the mentality behind sexuality. You know what I hate most? When people put sex, drugs... Um, crime and, 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 and you know no you know what you know what it boils down to you know what creates crime poverty ignorance misinformed information ideologies that are imposed on other people who may or may not want it I don't care what your religion is I don't care what your belief is when you're born you have a mind. God gave you a mind, goddess, Dawan, Allah, whoever you pray to, gave you a mind. And if something's omnipotent, it doesn't need you killing anybody else, it doesn't need you oppressing anybody else. The deity don't like you doesn't mean you have to throw acid in her face. Because a woman is as much a part of this earth as is a man, even more so. And... This show is also to empower those women who this resonates with. For those who, do, who don't, they can come on the show too and, and tell me why I'm wrong. I really want to get this conversation going. I am not a professional radio person. I am not a professional in other anything other than sexuality and human relations. That I can, I, can, I can pat myself on the back and tell you that I do know. Um, I'm self-educated and um, I have a lot to learn. But when I know something for certain, I don't let it go. Thank you for joining me here. And um, I hope to make this show better and better. And um, I hope that my co-host will um, join me more often. But he's got his um, things to do. This is... Um, Kiara Nation with Michael Ellsberg and Kiara Rose. Thank you for your time and have a beautiful day. www.kiaranation.com You can see the videos for these podcasts there. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Tonight, we have a very special guest, and she will be talking to and telling us about what needs to be improved as well as what exists 
in the world of sexuality. Kiara and Taylor. Hi, how are so, you? So great. So excited to have you here. Thank you for having me as the uh, guest interviewer. And thank you uh, for having me. Yeah. <laughs> of Kiara, one of the first episodes of Kiara Nation. Yes. <laughs> so, both identify as sex workers. Yes, we what, yes. What, And adult entertainers. Adult entertainers. Yes, yes. Um, so, what, Kiara, for you, how would you describe your sex work? Like, what does that mean to you? What different types do you talk about doing? Okay, well, sex work to me is, um, I've, in my 30 years of being in sex work, I have a taste of a little bit of everything. Um, so my favorite things are massage, body rubs, um, Tantra, Nuru, BDSM, light to medium, uh, role play, fantasy work. I like doing the modeling. I like film work. And um, I, don't, I sometimes act as a counselor when people come and they want to let go of their inhibitions. And so I walk through it with them. When you say you do counseling, what would be an example of that? Well, sometimes um, couples come to me and um, they talk to me about their sex life. And basically, usually they come for the mutual massage and so forth. But then um, I always talk to the lady because um, to me, because I've seen the many couples that I've seen, um, it's always more on the female side that she doesn't want to be deemed slutty or hoary, and so therefore she denies her own sexuality. And so I try to give her my own experience with my own sexuality. And Taylor, how would you describe the type of sex work you do, and and why it all came? Yeah. About. Um, well, my sex work includes escorting, massage, body rubs, um, video work, modeling, um, hosting, um, it's, it's spectrums, but I started sex work because I wanted to just do it. I, I, I liked myself. I, I loved masturbation. I loved porn. I used to sneak and watch porn. But what made what what made me just say, you know what, I'm about to do this, is when I saw a Vanessa Del Rio movie, <laughs> in your in in your in everybody's parents' collection, there's this one black ass tape, and there's no label on it. It's just a black tape, and you put it in, and you see, I saw Vanessa Del. It was probably like ten guys in a row, and she just sucked them all off, and they <laughs> all just came like that. And I said to myself, I want to do that. I, I want to be like her. I never told anybody. Everybody was talking about, you know, well, you're going down this path, you're doing this and that. I just kept seeing in my head Vanessa Del Rio sucking all those dicks and making them come just like this. And what inspired you about that? The way she sucked the dicks and they, and they all came like this, like... <laughs> at one time not like she sucked it like this and they took their time coming no she sucked everybody down the row and they all can I don't care if it was camera magic yes like that so it was the it was the power she had yes 
I said I wanted to do that. Yes. And I wanted to be that lady right there. Sometimes the, uh, <laughs> the anti-sex worker feminists who will be talking about they mm -hmm. they have this refrain: "No little girl grows want uh, no little girl wants to be like a prostitute when she grows up or something like that." So or a sex worker or whatever, or you know, no little girl wants to be a porn star. But clearly, that's not true in all. The that's cases. not true. Here I am, twenty years later, and I have no. Um, I have no regrets. I enjoyed every moment of it. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I'm just older now, so I'm more wiser. I'm very careful, and I get to decide when I want to work, how I want to work, when I want to work. And it just feels a lot better to me than to have like this schedule where you have to do this, 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 this. But when you can work, it's not even work to me. I'm doing what I love because I've always learned that when you do what you love you never have to work again in your life exactly so so it's like I'm, I'm actually doing what I actually love and I've met I've met a lot of great people along the way so like I don't sex have sex workers any, I don't have any and the golden entertainers are some of the most creative most um artsy people I've, I've ever met their um their openness um to a, to, to a point is it's it's amazing and it's beautiful um the only thing I'd say is uh they too carry the burden of the stigmatization and kind of beg to be included rather than demand to be right. included because they're doing absolutely wrong they're not going out and stealing from anyone a trade like any other trade what is that called? Um, fair exchange, no fair robbery. Fair exchange, no, rob yeah. no robbery. So yeah. I, I don't see where 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 the where sexuality is wrong. I don't mm -hmm. see where bargaining for it is wrong because it's done every day in marriages. Um, it's like what did I say before? It's like. Um, Excuse what I'm gonna say. I'm very. No, there's candid. no excuse. It's like it's like pimping and hulling, but just in reverse. That's what marriage is. It's where the woman is the one saying you got to bring home the bacon, and then we fry it up. So it's it's. I've been married. Now you see the world around us and everything around us. Everything around us must make a connection in order for it to have life. And it doesn't always give birth. It just produces. Right? So. You see that? That's a hole. See that? There's life. That's everything around us. Everything around us is constantly in a state of fucking copulation. So everything must be inserted even when you see an engine in a car things keep working things work like that so how could that be so disgusting that's because you know you have people that are like that need to fuck to understand where we're coming from because you have those who judge but they're not virgins but they're not actually having sex or they had really bad experiences so they give it up
So they're they're so they're basically deflecting their own experience upon us, which brings me to the whole feminist thing. Yes. I have nothing against femininity, oh not femininity, sorry, feminists, but they're forgetting about femininity. Femininity right. is soft. Femininity is strong too. Femininity yes. is intelligent. Yes. Femininity is sexy. Femininity is sometimes sexy trashy. Femininity is birth. Femininity is nurture. Femininity is life. Creation. When you exclude sexuality, when you exclude from a woman the right to do as she pleases with her body, you can't call yourself a feminist. Actually, you're actually catering to patriarchal mindsets to their ideology of what a woman is rather than going ahead and accepting and enforcing the female the things that are female which are sexy which are beautiful which are nurturing which are caring which are brainy which are quite um multitask and very good at it. Men can't multitask the way women can because we are wired that way. Because we gotta watch five, six, seven children <laughs> at once. Or more. <laughs> Which, how has sex work, you're both moms, mm -hmm. how has sex work uh, allowed you to be a great mom, support your kids? When I did have him it was great because you had all this time to be with your baby and you made your own hours and I could go whenever I wanted to. But I when I first so had him, I was basically at the club mostly, but then, you know, he'd be watched and everything and then I'd go to the club and I'd see him. And um, the older he got, the more I wanted to watch him grow. So that's when I went ahead and said, well, you know, I wanted to do my own independent work and then so I would do private shows and, um, and so forth and private dance shows and and then that allowed me to set up my own time my own you know and then once he was asleep or whatever I had the free time I'd go make some money and come back home so it gives you more time versus you know working a full-time job or an office job kind of thing right more flexibility yes well with with me you know my um I have two grown children and then I have a nine-year-old and I have a 16-year-old with my two younger ones, the 16 and the 9 year olds, um, it, it helped, it, the, the industry helped me be a better mother because financially I was able to take care of them a lot better and then mentally I was able to have a lot more patience um, and I had a lot of fun with my kids. Uh, my son, who's 16, he's been through every walk of life with me in the industry so he's like super smart he knows about everything when it comes down to me even at 16 um, he doesn't judge me he just loves on me like he's that little bitty boy at two years old that comes up to mom and is like hey mommy I love he's still the same way like I said I have no war stories or anything in the industry I think that it's been very good for me. I learned a lot more from the industry than I did at home with my parents 
because they wanted to shelter me from certain things. And sure, nothing wrong with sheltering your kid, but me, I busted out and wanted to know everything. And the industry was able to give, the adult industry was able to give me just different understanding about my body, about life, about money, um, about men, what men actually look for and want and all that good stuff. So like, it, it taught me a lot. And it has helped me with being a parent. Believe it or not, it, ha it actually has. So when you say no war stories, like that's one of the misconceptions a lot of the um, people who are trying to criminalize sex work uh, say is, oh, it's violent, it's oppressive, um, you know, it's dangerous. So you've been in this industry for a long time. I've been in the industry, honestly, for 20 years, since I was like, actually 21, since I was 17 and a half years old. And um, I've... I've I've never been raped in the industry. Um, I've done things that were stupid, like put my money in a drawer Me and too. then go to the bathroom and then someone takes it, then continues the session and then leaves out the door and then calls you on the phone like some ha ha ha. But that was my bad. You know, like anything that has ever happened in the industry, honestly, has been based on my own stupidity not knowing very much about it at that time so like I, that's why I say I have no regrets I have no war stories I can't say that someone has beat me and robbed me and things of that nature and then like I've like I treat the industry like I would treat anybody like I treat everyone as a human being how about you Kiara have you had any of these sort of violent dangerous type experiences that the, cri the criminalization crowd is always talking about? They're kind of close, but in any job, yes. in any job, if you go to the cops, um, they come close to, to, to many right. deaths. You're a security you go, guard, right? It, I mean, yeah, I've, been, I've, I've done security. Yes, I have. And, um, and also, um, there's so many different things that can happen. There's there's pros and cons in every job. This one just happens to be more stigmatized and more titillating because it's such a taboo subject that people get in the, you know, they get all because it is our nature. It is it, it it's it's calling upon something that we deny. So this is why we're like all alert when we hear about it because our subconscious is it calls to our subconscious because we are ignoring a part of us. You know? There's, we, we live for the mind, we live for the body, and we live for the soul. Okay? When you deny expression from any one of these, then you're not a whole, complete person. Mm, yeah. Um, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about sex work that you want to dispel? Yeah, that we're uneducated, or we don't... Um, Aspire. All, we, all we do is have sex. All we do is have sex. Or oh, we tell got, us about or we that. We're lazy. What's what is your kind of counter uh, narrative to this idea that all you do is have sex? I mean, because it's not true. I mean, it's just some people like in in anything. There's different. There's different in different, parts. Days. In it different days. Different days. And it depends on the gentleman. 
some gentlemen just want to just or run or late. Oh yes, or ladies. I do. See, I do see them too. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong with having sex all day. No, there's nothing wrong with having sex <laughs> at all. I enjoy sex thoroughly. Trust me. But oh, like you have, oh, you have oh, whole twenty four hours a day. Oh, oh. You just have, you just have some, you just have some gentlemen that just because I'm a you know a curvier BBW woman, some guys just want to just cuddle and just have their head between my titties and and just talk. Mm-hmm. Because you have men that are at home with wives or with girlfriends who are not attentive, who don't listen. They'll talk at you. They'll, you know, they'll. Like, listen, but they won't hear you. Well, like I said, I've worked with couples, and and, and I, I don't. I, I really think that 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 comes down to our social structure, and the fact that women, if you deny one thing that is absolutely natural, something else is going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. So this woman may not be listening to you, may not be able to attend to you because she can't even attend to herself. So, that's true. <laughs> because that's true. she's so in denial of her own sexuality because she doesn't want to be deemed a, uh, a slut, a prostitute, a, a, or a whore, or whatever. These are the things that women fear most. A lot of the... Uh people in the U.S. now who are trying to control sex work or criminalize it, they're, um, they're in favor of this model called end demand. So their view is that um, sex workers are exploited, they call them quote-unquote prostituted women, mm-hmm. um, and that the, so they shouldn't be criminalized, but the clients are exploiters and they should be criminalized. Um, no as way. sex workers, what do you do? You want your client? I mean, I think I know the answer no, to this, but do you I don't want know. your clients? No, I don't think. Uh, you know what? That's so messed up. Mm-hmm. No, it is a natural need. It's been around from the beginning of time, and from the beginning of time, if they want to put it like that, it's been prostituted women because women have always needed something, and men have always been providers. And then be like, bring home something, you get something. Yes. I mean, come on. <coughs> we need to get away from that. You know what the real issue here is? For people who aren't doing it by choice, but for survival sex? But people who do it to get their drugs? First of all, the ones that do it to get their drugs. They started getting on drugs for some other reason. It wasn't because of prostitution. Prostitution was the end result of their drug use. Okay? So let's get that straight. Okay? Number two, people that do survival sex is because look at all the homeless around us. It's poverty. What creates poverty? What creates trafficking? You want to kill, you want to, you want to stop the demand? Stop all this, um, uh, what do you call that? Head of state immunity. There are so many countries that where, where these people, these criminals are becoming heads of states and they are immune to anything. They use the economy of their countries to go live lifestyles of the rich and famous rather than work for it hard like the other rich and famous people did through their talents or whatever. No, they want to do it any other way. Meanwhile, their country suffers. Their people suffer. Then here comes Mr. No Good Scruples, No Good Criminal Ass. And it's like, hey, your daughter, she can come to America with me. 
and then they make her sex or domestic or uh, they take your child, your son, and they do agricultural slavery. You know, there's all kinds of human trafficking. But it's not sex work that is causing that. No. And if you hate us, you actually hate yourself. Exactly, because we are. Because we're all a product of sex, period. Mm -hmm. if, if their mother would not have fucked their dad, because it was not immaculate conception, they're not marrying Jesus, these are stop people, mm -hmm. you know. If they, I mean, if they realize that their they, their parents had sex to create them, then they would understand. Like sex is a a three hundred and sixty degree thing. It is, and it, it's it's everything. It's in and everything, if, and if and it, all things. And whether you get paid for it or not, it's gonna be happening. And the clients will always be there. It's been here from the beginning, and it's gonna. And I, at the I, beginning, you I, can't. I heard something you know, that I there heard. is. May I? Go ahead. Okay. I just want to say, uh, let's just put it like this, feminists. There, are, there, there are some rules that you're going by. There's this um, conditioning, this, um, this indoctrination. That that you believe what you're saying is right, but it, it really isn't. It's a, it's because you haven't formed your own opinion. You've allowed someone else to tell you what a female is. You've allowed someone else to tell you what what is your role as a human being. When women were fighting for their right to vote or, or whatever they were fighting for, they were fighting for choice. And this is the choice we're making. Right. Right? It, it's too much hatred. And, and, and so what if a man needs that? Um, it's natural. It's things that you can't you you can't go against, and that's the the rules of nature. You can you can you you can break every man-made law because anything man-made can be unmade. Anything nature-bound, God God has made. There's nothing you can do about that. Hmm. What uh, what are your feelings about your clients? Like, do you? I love like, my clients. I yeah. think my, I love client, my clients. Yeah, my <laughs> clients are respectful and wonderful men. Do you understand me? They have compassion and love, and they have needs. And like I told you before, the pinch test. Even as much as they love their partners, some of them, and, the, and, and some of them come with their partners, some of them don't. Some of them are single, but there's just something about that they need that that person cannot give them. Some get permission and some will just do it because it makes their lives better and they can better function that way yes. because they're fulfilling their own need. The self is something so individual. It's so... There's nothing. It's like me telling you your favorite food is Chinese food. And I say to you, no, it's Mexican. And I force you to eat Mexican every fucking day of your life because it's my favorite food. And I'm deflecting it on you. That's not going to make you happy. And you're going to mm -hmm. be, you are going to be upset with me. And you're going to be angry with me. And we're going to have a fucked up relationship. And you're going to try to go get that Chinese food that you like. Yep, and you, you're going to go sneak around and you're going to go get your Chinese food and then come back and be like, I want, I'm not hungry. I want no Mexican <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Taylor? What What do you like about your clients? I like that they look to me to be fulfilled and to be satisfied, you know, and to get the things that they're not getting at home. 
because I'm because I even though I'm a female, I know what that's like, and I I'm in total understanding of what one won't do, someone else will. I understand that, and that's why I'm that's why personally I'm non-monogamous. Like you know, I'm sorry I I, I did monogamy at one point, but monogamy has a rule or a filter over what you actually want to do in your life. Yeah, monogamy also um, hinders you know, It's nothing, it's nothing it wrong with growth. being monogamous. There's nothing wrong it, with being monogamous and nothing. focusing on one person. But as, lo- but as long as you, you have want. an understanding, like I'm, I'm a non-monogamous person that will that that is dating somebody who is also non-monogamous, but we focus on one another. But if we decide that, hey, I need a little bit of chicken on the menu, you can come along if you want to try some chicken too. But if you're not, I'm still going to have that chicken. <laughs> and I'm going to have my, and I'm, and, but I've been real from the point chicken of, breast. <laughs> I want chicken breast or chicken leg or chicken thighs. And I've told you the truth from the beginning. So if I go get my chicken, you can't be mad. And I even offered you some chicken too. Like we can have this chicken together, baby. It's all good, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, one last question. Okay. Um, so, you, uh, do you two have any plans to collaborate more? Of course. Of course. What uh, What vision? What creative project you can want I to work say on something, together? please? Okay. So, <laughs> like for me, like I like I said, I'm on like OnlyFans. I'm if you Google me, I'm everywhere on a whole bunch of different platforms. So, because I have different, I have a bunch of different stuff out there. I don't have enough, like, girl-girl content. I don't have enough, like, threesome content. I don't have a lot of that. So, like, she's pretty much the only female that I actually would actually trust right now. I would do a lot of content with her. Where you been, girl? Shut up. I think, I, I, of course, like... All she gotta do is just say, hey, let's do some recording. Or all I have to do is say, let's do some recording. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. So where can people who want to find out more about both of you, uh, where can they go? KiaraNation.com, Kiara.com, Kiara.adult. And how about how about you, Taylor? Where can people find you? Um, I'm Well, everybody can just, you can Google me, of course. Miss Taylor Jugs or Taylor Jugs. Or you can go to my Twitter um, because twi- all everything that I do, like from like video work to yeah, you content, can Twitter. You, know, you can go to Twitter. Kiara's gonna Mine like is the Twitter. Tw- Twitter.com forward slash um, Miss Taylor Miss Taylor J five one zero, and then um, like I post my websites there. Um, you can also go to um, my OnlyFans OnlyFans.com slash Miss Taylor J five one zero. If you want to talk to me, it's not for free. <laughs> you can go to sext, S-E-X-T, panther.com slash Miss Taylor J. Great. Well, thank you both so much for sharing about your lives and educating us. Oh, yeah. And uh, hopefully this is uh, the first of many. Yes, I had fun. I had fun, too. Now, can we please cut on some air? Thank you. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Okay. Yeah, I had fun. I really did. I hope you guys like it and I hope you guys are open and it opens people up because I really want you to get to know your sex workers, your adult entertainers. I want you to get to know yourselves because right now we live on myths and um, fear and all kinds of stupidity that's not even real and I really believe that the only way we can come out of this is by being able to talk honestly um, and a person being able to sit on another level and be like I can take this and I'm going to process it and bring it back to you with love you know so you're welcome to leave anything you want on the comments um, not restricting how you speak